Well, it was set up again through frustration um, of the inaction happening in, in this climate space as we see it. And what we really got us going was uh, we had a call from a doctor in the Northern Territory in Darwin, and uh, she's pleading that they do not develop the um, beetaloo and also the middle arm development to produce more CO2 and, um, uh, and, and more gas, which is going to be exported. It's not for Australia's use. And it just appears to us that they are uh, increasing CO2 levels while they're building wind farms in the Southern Ocean off Victoria and across the country. And so what a contradiction. How can we keep reduce CO2 levels and increase them in, in Darwin? That's Robert Patterson, the key organiser of the Saturday, September 9 meeting at the Melbourne Town Hall, Stepping Up Together. I'm Robert McLean, your host of Climate Conversations. Welcome. It's great to have you along. This podcast is assembled here in Shepparton, in Northern Victoria, Australia, on the lands of the Yorta Yorta people. Yes, the stolen lands of the Yorta Yorta people. And I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. I heard about the Saturday, September 9 event from Mick 8 from the Sustainable Hour in Geelong. And Mick was kind enough to put me in touch with Robert Patterson. And he was also then kind enough to talk with me about what's happening on Saturday in the Melbourne Town Hall. I do duty along. Let's have a listen now to what Robert had to say when I talked to him just earlier today. And today is Monday, September 4. And don't forget, the big event at the Melbourne Town Hall is on Saturday, September 9, starting at 1 o'clock and running through to 4pm. Robert, can you tell me who you are? Um, yeah, well, uh, I'm, I live at uh, Anarchy, which is just north of Geelong, and I've been in this climate uh, work now for four, over four years. And uh, we started off in a small group in Anarchy, and it's grown and grown. And um, we decided to see what we could do. Um, and we started sending letters to Canberra, and um, we started with the first letter in December 2019, before the fires, and we sent 227 of these letters uh, to every federal politician in Canberra uh, with a stamp. So then we continued and we did it 18 times, and uh, we've sent now uh, over 4,080 letters. Uh, and through the process, which was interesting, was at about two and a half thousand letters, we got a call from Zali Steggles and she was very interested in what we we're doing and we were very much promoting her climate change bill 2020. And uh, she invited us or invited me to go to Canberra and meet with her and explain what we were doing and seeing where we could work together. Um, so I've had a very close contact with Zali and her office, and I had another one-on-one -on -one meeting with her on the 15th of February when I went to Canberra to the Australian Institute Summit, 
Mm. Um, and then uh, we sort of uh, we, we kind of hit a dead end because with all our letters, what we're getting back from politicians were very generic letters, which had a lot of spin but not much substance. Uh, for, you know, what we think needs to happen with uh, real climate action. Yeah, so tell me why you set up this emergency town hall meeting in Melbourne. It's on this Saturday, it's September 9th. Yeah, that's right. Um, well, it was set up again through frustration um, of the inaction happening in, in this climate space as we see it. And what we really got us going was uh, we had a call from a doctor in the Northern Territory in Darwin, and uh, she's pleading that they do not develop the um, Beetaloo and also the middle arm development to produce more CO2 and, um, uh, and, and more gas, which is going to be exported. It's not for Australia's use. And it just appears to us that they are... Uh, increasing CO2 levels while they're building wind farms in the Southern Ocean of Victoria and across the country. And so what a contradiction. How can we mm. keep reduce CO2 levels and increase them in, in Darwin? Yeah, so do you have a goal for this meeting on Saturday? Yeah, we certainly do. Uh, we hoping and has been put forward by others that we produce a strong statement from this meeting and uh, also we're promoting what we call uh, letitians. There's a letitian system. I'm not sure whether you've heard of that. Um, now, can you explain? Uh, Mick, Mick Haight mentioned the letitians to me, so can you explain that to me in a moment, thanks? Yeah, uh, a letitian uh, is very, very new. It's a new word. Uh, it comes from the word petition and letter, and instead of uh, a petition getting lost in the ether in Canberra, and and uh, and and open letters and not really making the point strong enough. So a letition is where we all send a letition every month um, to our local member, asking them to do more on the climate and also to call meetings in their electorate to speak to their local voters. So has that been effective? It's been very effective um, at the in Ballarat, um, where I'm a, my local member is Catherine King, and she's the Minister of Infrastructure that's giving $1.5 billion to the middle arm development in Canberra. And, uh, yes, we gained a meeting with her, and... Um, uh, and we, so that's probably the most successful spot, but also we are open to uh, do letitions for other climate-related um, projects. And another smaller one we're on is the Lara incinerator, mm. um, which is really a no because of the, again, the, the burning of uh, rubbish is going to create a lot of, uh, emissions, which so it's really again another project that's just really not on if we're, we're going to ever start to reduce our CO2 mm. emissions. I just saw the agenda for Saturday's meeting, it's broken into three parts. Can you explain that to me? Thanks. Yeah, well, the first part's to introduce, um, uh, sort of, and speak about the problem we've got the 
Dr. Louise Goodwood from the Northern Territory. She's going to give us a video because she can't come from all that distance. And then we've got another doctor that's speaking to support that. And then um, the uh, so we're, we're, we're getting the message across that there is a problem. And then we've got other people speaking then how we, the state is, we've been captured by the state uh, with a lot of these problems. And so we've got speakers to that effect. Um, and then we've Work, we're into an area we want to have, a, in other words, a workshop situation where we talk about calls to action and where from from here and also the how. How do we, the grassroots, get the message across to our local politicians? Mm. What, sort of, what sort of interest have you had in the meeting? Well, we're having a very good interest, um, although the numbers are fairly... Uh, short. We, 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 we've only got a room in the Melbourne Town Hall, the Swanson room, um, so the meeting can't get too large. But um, we think we've got a very good lot of speakers and we, with, with the statement coming from a, a meeting that we can carry this forward and, um, and, and, and we've got a set of questions, 24 questions that are going to be sent to every parliamentarian asking them to explain why we're going down this track of producing more CO2. Australia's got to become more responsible. You have an impressive array of speakers, including Mark Diesendorf, who is from the University of New South Wales in Sydney and recently published the book The Path to a Sustainable Civilization." I was wondering how you managed to track down such an impressive group of speakers. So, yeah, there's been no... We've actually had to turn speakers away, but what we're yeah, but what we uh, lacking is attendance attendees uh, only because to get the word out and for people to uh, see that this meetings may have some you know merit moving forward. So no interest from the mainstream media. Again, how do you contact them? I mean, you're you've. <laughs> Yeah, true. In the sustainable air and yourselves are doing a marvellous job in this field. But, yes, mm. why – surely you would think by now there'd be somebody in the ABC or some of the bigger organisations. But uh, would uh, Mr Murdoch be interested in this meeting? Uh, I'd, 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 I'd suggest not. So, um, But we've had um, – we've tried um, – we've had contact with Climate 200 – um, and also uh, Monique Ryan, we've tried to make contact there. We, we have, the, to be fair, the problem is that our meeting is between two sitting weeks, so that makes it very difficult for politicians to engage. But we are seriously considering already holding another Melbourne Town Hall meeting, perhaps in February, uh, when Parliament isn't sitting, and to see if we can get a much larger attendance and to get the word out there the politicians have got to listen to the grassroots and the community more. They can't continue to listen to fossil fuel companies. How do you fund all this, Robert? Always another issue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'd know the answer. Uh, it has to come from yeah. very, very few people. Yeah. And, uh, and I might say I've, I've contributed a fair bit to this Melbourne Town Hall meeting myself. Um, and you're a grandfather, Robert? I am. I've got two beautiful grandsons and two step grandchildren, and uh, 
Yeah, I'm 74 and uh, I can't stay in this climate work. Um, I've been at it for four years, um, but I just feel that it was up to me to do something. I can always talk to my grandchildren in the years to come. At least we gave it a try. Robert, I'll, I'll see you on Saturday anyway, so I'll look forward to saying hello. So. Yeah, well, just uh, I, I haven't met you, so introduce yourself, no. and uh, yeah, that'll be absolutely splendid. You're coming, and um, it'll be. We've got a we've got Fiona Armstrong. She may come. She's with CAHA, which is the Climate and Health Alliance. That's all the doctors. Yeah, I, I vaguely know Fiona. Yeah. Yeah. So she's registered, and uh, yeah, we've got a lot of people coming. That um, that's it's surprising me, but it's the grassroots, the community at large, are the ones we'd love to see there. Because because that's where it's got to come from. We're told so many times the community at large have got to sort of step up and get involved. But the question we're trying to answer at this meeting is how? How are they meant to, you know, they can sign a petition and they can contribute to, uh, as a donation, to have an open letter in the, in the paper. But we've been doing that for 20 years and it's really not, getting across so this is where the letitian idea comes in that we we all start sending letitians um and it's like a petition but you do it yourself uh, as i said a petition gets lost um in so far as that i was involved and i'll, I'll explain to you on on saturday the petition that had sixty thousand signatures and it was just it was sent to canberra and never to see the light of day again well Whereas a petition goes to your local member and through the system we can connect each other uh, at the local level as people uh, participate and then you can start a grassroots movement as we've done in Ballarat. So what would you like to see happen, Robert? I'd like the group who people have already put forward that we ought to have a statement from this meeting a statement that we can send to parliamentarians and uh, and the broader community that we've got to draw a line in the sand. Beetaloo must not go ahead. What what do you see for the future? What do you think our future will look like? Our future uh, is grim, and uh, I, I won't expand further because because it's actually it, some are describing it as worse than that. And uh, if, uh, if you've been following the media and following the climate problem, which unfortunately is not taken up by the media and it's, um, it's not given a fair hearing at all sorts of places like universities and not really telling us what's going on. There's reports in Canberra that have hidden from us, which is the uh, ONI report uh, that's not been released by the government. And that's another thing we'll be bringing up on Saturday, uh, climate is now becoming a secret. So the, the, the event is called Stepping Up Together, is that correct? Yeah, that's right, mm. yes. And this is the, for the grassroots community. Let's all step up together and see if we can get some better movements, more movement from our politicians and, uh, you know, the political yeah. elite. yeah. Thanks, Robert. It's been great to talk with you. Yeah. I'll see you on Saturday. Yeah, that'd be a pleasure. Yes, thanks, Robert. As I said, we'll see you on Saturday at 
the Melbourne Town Hall at one o'clock. That wraps up this episode of Climate Conversations. Thanks so much for your company. It was great to have you along. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with your friends. In fact, I'd love you to share it with your friends because we all need to know all we possibly can about the climate crisis, what we should be doing and how we should be responding. Also, I'd love to hear from you as to what you think about this podcast. If you like it, tell me. If you don't, please tell me. Don't hold back. Another important issue, please follow this podcast because if you do that, you'll be alerted every time I publish a new episode. So until we talk again, please take care, stay safe, and please be kind. For everyone you meet is fighting a great battle. So please take care.